Welcome to Queer Perspective, hosted by your favorite gay lesbian duo, Andrew and Noemi. Yay! Disclaimer, Andrew and Noemi will be talking about some sensitive topics. Proceed at your own discretion. Trigger warning, homophobia. Uh, hello. We're, Hi. We're, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to get the, the laughing out. <laughs> I can laugh. Yes, you can. It's, okay. Yes, you can I'm laugh. Like, that's part of my personality. You're it's part the of giggly. Your charm, the giggliness. Yes. yes. The giggly. So this is our first official. Official. Episode. Yes. We recorded already like an introduction of who we are, but this is going to be actually like the meat of what yes. we, our podcast we're actually going to do it for realsies for realsies i'm actually a little nervous hopefully like part of me i'm nervous I, too <laughs> like is it good enough can we be right. interesting enough for like 45 minutes or more we'll yeah. see uh so the first topic that we're gonna talk on this podcast queerness when did you know and when, and when did you really know? Like, um, the way we do this, po- the way we've been planning this podcast is like, we talk about a subject. I'm like, that should be on the podcast. And then I think yeah. of a very like, semi-offensive, semi-funny <laughs> title for it. Because a lot yeah. of the conversations have been like, they're not eye-grabby enough, these titles. So we're like, okay, I'll make a joke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and we were just, we have like 10, 20 topics that we want to get through yeah more or less the first one we wanted to do was kind of like um a good introduction on like our views on like the whole queerness and uh gay society and lgbtq and it's the the topic of like coming out more or less mm-hmm. but coming out like to yourself yeah um you know coming coming into your queerness if you will (laughs) (laughs) like because it's funny because the idea behind it is like with this topic we were taught uh the idea is like you know how you have a coming out story sometimes some people yeah some people don't uh or the story that you tell your straight friends of like, mm-hmm. when did you know? And then you tell yeah. them a stupid story about like, I remember when I was younger and I just wanted to put on a dress or high heels and they'll buy that crap, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wow, Andrew, that's an interesting story. So anyways, what are we having for dinner? Um, but this is a topic where we're gonna go into like, when did we actually know? And like, yeah. and the process of like coming to realization and then like disseminating that information. Like mm-hmm. telling friends, family. Yeah, not exactly. Telling them. Because <laughs> yeah, not telling them. <laughs> um, exactly, because I think um, again, uh, this is on a media lens. A lot of times, we're seeing people or queer people like coming out, and it's like coming out to people, coming out to um, their family members, coming out to like their best friends or, or whatever. Um, Usually, you know, if you're watching like indie movies, like sometimes they'll give you like a self-realization moment for like the main character. Uh, but I think a lot of times like the focus is on like telling 
your family members telling other people. Um, but I think there's also a lot to be said about coming out to yourself and coming to that realization and also trying to figure out what does that mean for you in the future and how to even how people have gone forward with that or how we've gone forward with that mm -hmm. um, from that moment of like realization. Yeah, that's the energy that I want to come at it with. Which I think is a good choice for the first real episode because it's like, it's the beginning, your first episode. It's the beginning. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so how should we start? Because we have points here. Yeah. But like you wrote down points. first gay panic moment. Yeah. Which I think that's like, that's how you know. Like you have a moment where you're like, you're like shocked into place and you're like, fuck, I'm gay. And then... <laughs> And that's like your very first pan like gay panic moment because you're like, damn, there is this cute girl, cute guy, cute non-binary person, cute person in general. And you're like, if I like this person, then I'm not straight. And then you like freak out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. There's that moment. Um, I was also thinking that there's the gay, like the bullet points gay panic. But there's also like mm -hmm. that whole like, you know, after you came out and you've been out for years that you kind of mm -hmm. like regress a little in the, your memories and you're like, okay, when I was like five, I was oh, really yeah. into, and like, you know, when I was five, I was like, I watched a little bit too much Dragon Ball Z. And it's like, but Dragon Ball Z is a straight show. Yeah, yeah. Goku always ending up without a shirt. Of course it's straight. Very <laughs> yeah. straight. Yeah, yeah men, for sure. Shirtless men, yes. Ripped the straight. Should I be cursing? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> okay, no cursing. No, no cursing. cursing. Um, but, okay. But I guess we're going to start off with gay panic. Yeah, okay. Who wants okay. to go first? Do you want to go or <laughs> should I go? Did you have a gay panic moment? Because I think I when did. we were talking about it. I okay, did. go, go, go. Okay, so my gay panic moment, so my backstory is that I was raised Jehovah Witness. I was raised religious. Gasp! okay <laughs> um and uh it was kind of like i've had i have a very progressive parents my mom is very supportive um but that was the back like the the whole idea is that we were going to go through the congregation and like join the whole religion and be part of it but you know you can't really do that if you're gay um, and I yes. remember, and like, I was like 13, 14, where I had the, mm -hmm. the quote unquote gay panic. And this was literal gay panic. Um, because it's like up to that point, you know, you're hitting puberty, the hormones are kicking and, you know, you start watching certain videos and like mm -hmm. the videos that I would watch tend to lean a little bit all towards men. <laughs> like I, like at some point it's I was It's funny like, because you're like lean all towards men. <laughs> like... Because it's like, that was the whole point. Like, I think at first I was like, okay, I'll watch like porn where there's like girls in it. And then I just like, why am I wasting my time? I'm like, mm -hmm. at 14, I realized it's like, I'm not into the girls. Yeah. <laughs> the wow. men. We love a self-aware 14 year old. Yeah. But it's like. I was, I was not there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I was not there. <laughs> I was so self-aware that there was a point like in the shower that, uh, like literally fetal position like yeah no oh, this no. is yeah no i was in fetal position 
like mm. literally like coming to the realization of like I'm yeah. attracted to men and I'm gay and like this is all in the context of this religion this is not somehow this is not going to work out whatever and I was just like what am I going to do and then I don't know what the fuck happened in my brain but then there was like a click and then it was like I'm gay we'll just fucking deal with it damn it I cursed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to curse. I don't care. Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that was... it... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, like, that I don't know what clicked, um, but it just sort of came to that kind of, like, my whole vibe is always just, like, I can't change it. Mm-hmm. Even at 14, I realized it's like, girl, I can't change this. Mm-hmm. So I have to somehow deal with it. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. I think I was just very lucky that I had supportive parents. The um, supportive was in quotation marks. Yeah, I did the quotation. By the way. <laughs> I did the finger quotation. Uh, they are supportive. I think my that's important is, for context, but yeah. My mom is super supportive. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think yeah. we'll get in. Are we going to get into like coming out stories? And again, I put that in quotations because that's like whatever. Yeah, or, um, we can. We can. But yeah. um, my mom is super supportive. My dad supports me too, but uh, not as much. But uh, mm-hmm. I think I was lucky in that perspective because I, it could have gone the other way, being in a religious mm-hmm. background. It could have been bad. For sure, for sure. But I'm very thankful in that whole point. So I did have the gay panic in a shower in the fetal position. Oh that my was, God. That's my gay panic. Ever since then, I was just like, I'm gay. I didn't actually come out until 19. Till I was 19. Mm. But I, mm-hmm. it was like, by then I was like, yeah, it was just like, uh, it's who I am. So. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm done sharing. Your turn. Wow. Okay. Um, now thinking back, I'm not sure if this was a- an actual like panic moment. Because hmm. I think that I had that feeling of this is just how I am feeling like very early on. Like it was just like, what the fuck am I going to do with it? Like I can't just not be like gay you know so i think i had that realization very early on so i don't know if my panic was like there for a really long time any case the story that comes to mind is i was in high school i was about i think i was a sophomore so i might have been dude i don't even know how old are you when you're like a sophomore i don't know but whatever that age is 15 15 15, 16 Depending, I think I might have been 15. But there was this girl. There's always a girl. Um, Not for me, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we were, like, super close. She was, like, still is super gorgeous. Um, She had, like, long, flowy, thick hair that I really liked. And, you know, my family really values, like, long and thick hair so i thought that's what it was like writing off of like i was like oh it's just admiration you know i just girls are so pretty you know <laughs> <laughs> and i remember there was one time we were sitting and our um we were in art class together so there was one time we were watching a video or like it wasn't a video actually but we were watching something on a projector and we were sitting down on these long tables and she was sitting down like crisscross applesauce like in front of me and her shirt like rode up and I saw the small of her back 
And like my brain in that moment just like exploded. And I was like, wow. And that's such a non like significant part of like somebody's body. It doesn't matter. But you, you were like hormones are rising and you were definitely in the oh, anything. <laughs> right. I was like skin. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I see that. And I have, I remember that moment, like I both had like the, this is very insignificant. Like this is just her back. And then at the same time I was like, yes, but have you seen that back? Like it's gorgeous. <laughs> so then I stayed, like, I think I thought about it for like, a, like at least until, until I got home that day mm. and maybe for, like a day or two i don't remember but i remember calling right it's just the back like <laughs> like that lasted like a whole week <laughs> right i was just sitting there and i was like wow she got back like <laughs> um and then i was very close with like one of my cousins at the time so i call her and i'm like dude i think i'm gay and then she's like yeah duh and then I was like, oh, okay. Because in that moment, like, I was kind of freaking out about it. Like, I was like, I know that, like, I shouldn't be obsessing about it, like, so much. But I am. Which means that I'm probably gay. Something like that. And then she was like, yeah, of course. Like, what did you... Like, of course you're gay. It's just like, I guess she knew through, like, other things that I had done before that were gay things. Or typically yeah. gay things. But yeah. I mean, like, that's a good segue to, like, the other topic I was thinking about, like, okay, so your cousin knew you were obviously gay. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Um, the whole point of this is, like, when did you really know? And then oh, yeah. we, the whole point is, like, when you look back, like, I made the joke about, like, you know, watching a little bit too much Dragon Ball Z. Mm -hmm. um, when did you, like, do you think you have any, like, things back when you were younger? That, I um... think a couple of moments come to mind. Mm -hmm. So I remember, so I'll do them in chronological because I have three moments in mind. Ooh, three. So okay, cool. there's, right. So there's one where I was in elementary, closer, like closer to going to middle school, but like in elementary. And um, I was born and raised in like in Haiti. So elementary there, elementary school there goes until like sixth grade. Um, and then so we were closer to like the end of elementary school and there was this one girl and to this day i have no idea why we did that but i remember we didn't kiss but we touched tongues oh my i don't God. know why we did that I don't, <laughs> I don't know why we did that what was the thought process i think it was like why not and then i just <laughs> like sure she's like of course i would love to touch tongues with you so that was one of those things that, like, when you look back at, you're like, I don't think everybody was doing this. I think it was just. Oh no, me. everybody was doing that. Yeah, everybody was. Oh okay, tongues. okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're just, the way I was like, oh really? But you're just being sarcastic. <laughs> oh, I am a Capricorn. Sarcastic yeah. comes naturally. That's um, true. That's true. Because you're in sixth so, grade, how would you be? Twelve? I I wasn't like in sixth grade. I think I was like maybe four, fourth or like. Not not fifth, maybe third grade to like fifth grade around that time. I don't Do remember when exactly you, it was. You know how old, more or less? No. 
No, I like I don't recall. Uh, younger than maybe nine, maybe. Oh, wow, that's young. Wow. Yes. Okay, you're a precocious <laughs> child. <laughs> oh my god, and I remember like at that time being aware. I went to an all girls school, so oh. I remember at that time. Yeah, there was <laughs> typical lesbian story. <laughs> Um, I remember there was a particular, there was a specific group or like two specific groups, actually. There was one in my, in my grade. Um, and of course, in an all girls group where it's like a private school, you're, you, it's the same people going into the same grades as you. So it's like, it's the same people from fourth grade going into fifth grade. Mm -hmm. So eventually, um, I was aware of like this, this group that was known for being gay in like my group or like wow. doing like or experimenting with like lesbian things or just like kissing each other and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't part of wow. that group, but I was aware that it existed. Oh, okay. um, I also knew that like, I think two grades ahead of me, there was another group for another class. Um, and there was also that group that like, they would sneak off into corners and you would see them all like sit in a circle and doing like scandalous things or whatever. Mm -hmm. Scandalous for like, you know, private, Elementary school, but still, <laughs> right? Like, like, very scandalous. It was like, oh my god, your face is so close to her face, scandalous. It's like, okay, <laughs> you know. I mean, that's like very scandalous for like kids. Mm, Are you kidding? Fair. That's true. They that's have cooties. Ill. <laughs> so, um, so second moment, um, I remember, um, which segues perfectly because there was a girl, and she, she was a girl. Like she was so <laughs> okay. I mean, when like, I say that, like, she was so like finding to gender norms or whatever. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like as in when I say she was a girl, like she was like a girl that like caught my eye. It was like it's both oh. that that feeling of like, oh, do I admire you? Like, do I want to be you, or do I want to be with you? Like, like you a, know, like, like a I don't little, like uh, side tangent. That is a thing when you're younger yeah. when you're gay, and then like yeah. I, I do remember, like, I don't think I had, like, that whole, like, scandalous, because it's, like, I lived in, like, normal middle school and elementary mm -hmm. school here. But there was that kind of, like, you know, there was that boy. And I'm, like, I'm yeah. really into the boy, and you don't know if it's, like... You're, like, focused. You're just cool, and I think I should yeah. be like you, and we should And I feel out. super passionate about yeah. that. <laughs> like, I know, I, I remember, like, my parents were telling me stories that I would, like, be super passionate with um a couple of friends mm -hmm. and they, that was just what they tipped them off um but yeah. that my i think my mentality back then was that mm -hmm. like he's just my best friend and we're just you know we like hanging out and mm -hmm. being friends and i just mm -hmm. admire him like that my six seven year old me um but it's like looking back it's like no you, you were gay you were there <laughs> you were there like, your was. feelings were there they were but anyways, I'm sorry. I was just like, that no, it's also okay, it's okay. correlated to what I was yeah. thinking. That whole like mm -hmm. weird admiration when you were like, like yeah. but anyways, continue. Um. So then, uh, and you know, she was super attractive, super sporty. She played basketball. I remember she had a watch and that made her really cool in my mind. Um, and she, right, I don't know. And it's like anything, it's like he had anything. a book bag. <laughs> <laughs> a book bag? It's like he had a haircut. It was <laughs> yeah, like stuff like that. But she also had that very like tomboy vibe. Mm. Um, and I remember one time, like my mom was talking about 
her and I think a rumor of her being gay or like liking girls. And I remember as a kid being like, I don't get it. Like, what's the problem? Why are mm. we like, what's the holdup? And then I think there was like a moment where I was like, I could tell like my confusion was weird or like, like it shouldn't, I shouldn't like, I, I guess like I should have understood where my mom was coming from, but I didn't. No, I think she was like, you know? I think it's like, she was trying to project her um, views. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> right. Um, no, I then- know. I think it was just like, you know that realization of like knowing that like you should agree with your parents but you don't and you genuinely don't see the issue it was that moment of like being oh. like i don't get it like it's not that deep yeah you know? like it's not a big deal but obviously they thought yeah it's like oh my god how horrible mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. so i don't remember if i outwardly expressed that to my mom but i think i was very like i think i said something but not very strongly probably mm-hmm. like i think i was like i don't get it like what's the problem um but yeah and then uh i did have a third moment what was the third moment i don't i don't know you haven't told me (laughs) (laughs) do you want me to go through a moment yeah yeah it's fine yeah yeah it'll come back to me i so did i have any moments of like when i was a kid of like being attracted to i mean i did say the goku thing i Mm -hmm. dad always gave me gi joe's Mm-hmm. Very muscular G.I. Joe. Oh, oh, oh I just okay. remembered. Did you just I just remember? remembered. It was just K-pop. I saw, um, for people okay. that know K-pop, mm-hmm. there's this group, um, SNSD, and there was this one girl. Oh, I saw her I and them. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, like, um, lit, I don't know a lot of K-pop. They have a G or something as one of their songs? Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of people song. like that song. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so... The song that they came out after G, it was called I Got a Boy. And like the whole time I saw that. And I think actually I remember seeing that on my Tumblr, like on my Tumblr feed. And I was, I had to sit down because of how like my gay was like (laughs) protruding outwards. Like I was like, oh my God, I'm so gay. And I don't know what to do with it. These girls are so pretty. I don't know what to do about that. Um, Yeah. Yeah, but you go now. Okay, <laughs> now I actually have to like share, um, <laughs> because it's like I'm trying to think of like was there an actual person? Because I've always been attracted to like you know Ryu from Street Fighter or mm-hmm. um like hyper masculine men because that was literally thrown onto my lap when I was like mm-hmm. five, and they were just like, mm-hmm. oh, he's gonna be a guy because he's like, nope, did did an opposite, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe he didn't do anything. I was just gay. Um, yeah. But I'm trying to figure out, like, if there was ever, like, people besides, like, I think stuff like I was really close to my male friends and, you know, I was, like, best friends and, like, guys who they didn't get it and, like, well, I can't yeah. get away. I did that. But, again, I didn't, back then I didn't correlate it into, like, attraction. I was just, like, friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, like, has the, there was one situation that I was like, I remember young and we went on vacation on a cruise and the cruise has like, uh, every night, like, um, like a performance, you know, those cruise shows or something like that, where they would sing. And I just remembered that I really looked forward to it because there was this one performer. It was this cute guy. 
assuming he was cute because I was into him. Yeah. And then I was just like very adamant and like I was very disappointed on like performances where he wasn't there. Oh. Yeah, I had to have been like seven or something. Like that. Yeah. And I think we even went to like another cruise like the following year. And it was like yeah. I remember I was pushing for like to see the performances, but it was a whole different cast and that guy wasn't there. So I was like oh. ah, ah, where's my time? <laughs> I'd rather just. That's so funny. <laughs> it was You're true. like so angry. Yeah, no, I didn't care. Yeah. I was like an eight year old who wanted to see some sort of like guy perform on a cruise ship. Um, but other than that, I'm trying like middle school or high school. Like I don't remember middle school. I think high school is when I became like hyper aware. Not like, I think mm-hmm. like freshman, I wasn't. Oh my gosh, I read this book. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I read this book. Okay. It was a book about pirates. And they Mm -hmm. really described the sex scenes. Super detail. Like, it was straight, of course. It was like, emphasis on man and woman. Mm -hmm. But they really explained the guy in very good detail. That you could like, mmm... They described all the body parts. It's like, and how big he was. And I'm like, how did you, how did you even get that book? Like, how did you? It was like a pirate's book. Like the the thing was, it was like an adventure. Where did you get it? I I don't know. We just had it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It was like, you know, it was supposed to be swashbuckling. And, you know, he traveled the seas with his dad. Mm. And it was like a little problematic. Because I think he had Mm -hmm. like a slave on it. Um, yeah, but they described the sex scenes in very good detail and they really gave emphasis on the, the main character who was, wow. like, you know, you know, they explained that he had a very big, and I was just, and the thing is, like, I would recant this story to my guy friends, like, oh my God, there was this book I was reading and they were just like, back now, looking back, they were uncomfortable. And they oh. thought that I was coming on to them because I was explaining. Oh. But I was just super fascinated with this book about like, wow, they're really detailed. And did, they go into detail about them doing it. Did you did you have any like moms like contact your mom and, you and like do... be like, you know, Andrew's like trying to corrupt my kids or no. something okay, like that? Okay, so no. no. But since I was a Jehovah Witness. Yeah. Uh, they were very much pushing my mom to make us join, like, really be part of the religion. They wanted us to preach. They wanted us to be more involved with the church. They wanted us to, like, start dating, like, straight like that. And my mom was like, nope. They do it. They do it on their own time. So there was, Mm -hmm. but, like, I don't know if I was ever get my mom was ever like told the whole like your son's hang out because I didn't hang out with Jehovah Witnesses at school. Oh, I see. I see. There was a if you were hanging Witness out with those people, they definitely would have told on you. Yes, they would have. They would have. Yeah. Um, but I know that they were still like pe- like the congregation knew that I was like I'm doing the hand thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. The, the are you? Mm? Yeah. Are they? Mm? <laughs> um. So and they were just trying to like curtail that yeah um to like the direction because like uh you know he just needs to be more in the church kind of garbage Mm. um i was blissfully unaware and reading books about pirates dicks so (laughs) whatever other than that 
yeah. And then we start getting into my 20s and that doesn't count because it's like I was aware that I was attracted to men. Mm, so, mm -hmm. Yeah, but that was like before I was like aware, aware. I was just like, mm -hmm. wow, they talk about the penises a lot in this book. Isn't that weird? <laughs> they go into detail. Wow, so interesting. It's like, wow, he he is a very robust pirate. <laughs> oh my gosh. Me being like 15. You're like, wow. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um but, I actually uh, Yes. Um no, I just remembered that like I don't know if I was more aware than I was when I was in Haiti. Um, so I abruptly moved to the United States, but before then, um, I think I remember having a feeling cause I had my main friend group and it was mm -hmm. made of like, it was made up of like people that like, um, excelled, like were the top of the class basically and were favored, honestly, were just favored by the teachers. And because in Haiti, good grades are a really really valued thing mm -hmm. plus there's this whole i don't know if i should get into it but there's this whole like thing of looking mixed like in haiti so when you have like curlier hair mm. or like a lighter skin tone you're like favored so those were all of the friends that gonna, i was with i know this i'm sorry but like yeah you know the, like I said, i'm not gonna before, go into it there's like 20 topics and literally intersectionality is like one of the topics. yeah i think that's gonna be their next podcast i think um yes it is it is so like mm -hmm. you could you could start here but if you really want the details you can catch our next episode <laughs> the plug girl we gotta yeah, like you i got it i support it i support it anyways but continue um but yeah so that was uh that those were the people that were in my main friend group at school right really? um yeah so then there was also like i said there was the group of of girls in my and my uh, grade that were I could tell they were experimenting and I remember yeah and I remember um being like sometimes when we had um our hour of like outside time mm -hmm. I would spend some of my time with like with my main friends or like with them or like I would basically flip-flop between like multiple groups or like multiple types of people mm. and I think I have like a, I remember feeling like I was like, hmm, how am I going to manage spending more time with them? Or like, is somebody from my main friend group going to tell on me if I experiment with the other group? I remember having a feeling like that, wow. but it didn't, it didn't go through. Cause again, I abruptly moved. Um, oh. And then I think everything that I was thinking from that point in time, like just kind of got muffled within yeah. like that year, within that time period. But I remember feeling like that, like when you were talking about like, you know, your experience, like going to school and stuff like that, I, I was like, there's something familiar here, but I'm probably never going to properly remember like what specifically was going on unless I cooperated with somebody else. But yeah. Yeah. So I get, I, we're on the same vibe. We're on the yeah. same wavelength. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I think we did good. We still, okay. So. We talked about like when we knew we knew. Yeah, before, like personally. Like when we knew when, before we knew, kind of like. Does yes. That make sense? <laughs> it's like it's like when you know and then before you know, but you kind of know, you know, you're operating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you know, you know, no, no, no. Like you have, an, you have an inkling, you know, like yeah. there's a vibe. Like when you recognize that there's a vibe and then when you actually name the vibe and then identify the vibe or whatever. That's, yeah. yeah. So we so, talked about that. 
um, so the next topic is like, so you know, you know, and it's, that's the whole thing. You come to the, you're in your telling your cousin that you're gay or in the mm -hmm. feeble position in a shower <laughs> and you come to terms with it. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's like, so it's like the next topic we have, the bullet point is when do you start telling people? Uh, who was the first mm -hmm. person you told? And it's like the idea, like, it's acknowledging like, this is part of my life. Mm -hmm. And this is why people are like, do we have to come out of the closet and stuff like that? I, I sorry mm -hmm. if it sounds condescending, but I do, that's the way I feel like, yes. Cause it's like straight um, people talk about yeah. their attractiveness. That's gonna come up with people that you love and care about and family. Mm -hmm. I think as long as people are assuming that people are straight, then people are always going to have to come out. Yeah, as long yeah. until we That's have like until we get to that perfect time liberation. Where, yeah, openness, like it does. It doesn't matter. Yeah, then as long as like the oppression of straights exist. Um. The oppression of straights. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true because it's like you don't necessarily come out you kind of come out to queer but it's almost just like you kind of like acknowledge like oh you there like with mm -hmm. other queer gay lesbian, yeah, whatever but when it comes to straight people you have to have mm -hmm. a whole speech like it's kind of like what's the order of people you're going to talk to and how can you it's a whole thing so mm -hmm. sorry there was a little cut right we because some, somebody needed to charge their laptop because we it have was like me just say it was me. It, just... Noemi needed to charge a laptop because she's so unprofessional. Those Oop. <laughs> Oop. <laughs> sorry. Dang. I mean mine's is connected to the wall and everything. Okay, because it's okay. like again, it's like old laptops connected to a microphone and recording yeah. equipment. Yeah, it's all that. It's like, mm -hmm. this stuff is like an old man. Like, why are you doing this to me? I get it. Um, but what I was saying before is like, I mean, honestly, I want to know other people's opinions about this. But I think it's yeah. like, if you have like, and it, as long as you're safe, I do mm -hmm. feel like it's a part of like, letting people know where you are. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, this is where I am. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, But like, how mm -hmm. did, well, okay. Um, no, like, I think, I think straight people do have, like, their own coming out, quote unquote, but it's like, I think as a girl, like, it's like that moment of, like, being like, hi, mom and dad, I have a boyfriend, or like, yeah. hi, mom and dad, I have a girlfriend, type yeah. thing, or I'm interested in, like, this girl. It is that moment of, like, you know, you're letting people around you know. It's mm -hmm. just not, like, an official coming out thing, but it does happen. I um, guess it's, like, it my is question is, like, why does, it, I guess it's, like, the mentality and why we even do this podcast, because I always mm -hmm. ask these kind of questions, like, why does it have to be official? Why do you mm -hmm. think is it like an official coming out sort of scenario that we do? Especially if that's pushed in media. Mm -hmm. Like there's always mm -hmm. a coming out story, especially when it's a gay yeah. movie or something. But why um, do you think that's like? I don't, I, okay. So I think over the years I had to redefine what like an official coming out is for me, just so I can feel good about me being on the same page about like, my own queerness because mm -hmm. um, I think I really have to be at a point where I'm like prepared to like tell my family like the older members of my family for sure mm -hmm. um, but everybody else who's like even remotely like around my age already knows like my cousins know you know all of my friends know I don't I actually don't really befriend people if they like if I feel like they're not gonna be yeah that's the safe pro that's a good LGBT 
um, LGBTQIA, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But um, if they're not going to be friendly towards the community, then like, I don't even feel like I want to pursue a friendship in the first place. Yeah. So mm-hmm. a lot of my friends are either queer themselves or they already know mm-hmm. um, or both. Um, so over the years, I, I think a lot of people still consider like an official coming out to the parents because that's when like truly everybody knows but yeah. i don't think it's as valid for obvious reasons like for safety reasons yeah for um you have to be mentally ready it's yeah. a it's a big thing um that could flip your life upside down you can't take it back like kind of thing so for all intents and purposes i feel like i'm out to the people that are like closest to me mm-hmm. and I'm just holding the pause button on telling other people who might not be as open as I want them to be. Yeah, I get that. Um, the what was I gonna say about this? It's like I understand the whole point of like, cause you know, that is a it happens more often than it should of like just mm-hmm. literally parents just like kicking out the kid mm-hmm. once they come out of the closet, and it's like it's really fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um. I know I've had this conversation with my own mom, and she always comes to me like the parent knows. The parent knows that there's yeah. Child. They it's like you. They known you since birth. They know. They're just in denial of the whole thing. Yeah, I at this point in time, I really do believe that like my entire family knows because I'm not. There's no way that anybody in their mind thinks that I'm sh- yeah. genuinely straight. Yeah. Genuinely, like there's no way. Uh, just because of the way that that I dress the way my hair is, my interests, like, all that stuff, the way I carry myself, like, I know for sure that they know something is up, but it's more like that denial of, like, I'm sure it's happened before. Like, you have, like, a cousin, a sister who's, like, a tomboy, and, like, nothing said. Nobody brings it up. Nobody talks Mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But everybody kind of knows to a certain degree. Like, if I told my family right now, I don't think anybody would be surprised. Like, I don't think anybody would be surprised but it's more like that that like how dare you say it, say it out loud or actually like acknowledge yeah. it kind of feeling you know so yeah and like honestly that's like a really frustrating place to mm-hmm. be in and i'm so sorry so <laughs> i mean like it's like Thanks. we're talking about like this the, the coming out story aspect about it and like who did you tell and it's like my parents know mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. coming out story is literally my mom asked me <laughs> Yeah. When I was like 19 or something. Because it's mm-hmm. like apparently the whole family found my cake porn. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Oh my God. Erase your browser history, people. When and the you mean like your family, do you mean like your brothers? Uh, yeah. And my father started asking, no, I think my father started asking my brothers what's going on with me. And then my brother was like, flat out, I think he's gay. And then the whole family apparently was like, well, how, how come he hasn't told us? What's what's going on? Aww, and, and so they my had like mo- a little moment of like- They, they had like a powwow. Um, so support a family. Thank mm-hmm. God for me. I love it. Um, yeah. Uh, and then my, cause I was like, I think my, they knew, but my dad was kind of in denial and he was like, mm-hmm. give me Playboys. Like that was so dumb. Like, he gave it to me, and I literally gave it back to him before I came out. It's like, this is not for me. Hint, hint. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yikes. But, like, my mom picked me up, 
And then the conversation was like, what's your sexual orientation? And I said, Mm -hmm. I was gay. And that was that. Mm. And that's how it came out. And then I like started just like, it just came into like, oh yeah, I'm gay to like my friends, to the thing, to the point that it's just like, hell, I'll introduce myself (laughs) to new people. It's like, hi, I imagine my name is, I'm gay. Yeah. Yeah. Confirmed. Um, Yes. Um, Mm. But uh, that... But as you were saying about people who are in denial of the whole situation, I think I've told you about like my grandfather's situation. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's a religious leader in in the congregation of Jehovah's Witnesses, mm-hmm. um, and apparently he's been kind of talking to my brother, trying to de-gay me, and my brother's just super pissed. <laughs> like, Which apparently- is just so like such a like. You ever see somebody putting all their efforts in some, into something that's like, you know, isn't going to work out? It's like you have better things to do probably with your time yes. than to try to convince somebody that they're not gay or like it's, not queer. It's like, well, that whole, that could be like a topic for another podcast about like yeah. religion and home and how they just like, are, they just don't get it. They think it's a choice. Yeah. They think it's like, yeah. They just don't well, get it. Well, I. You know, I uh, I also snaw snaw. I also saw snaw. a snippet. <laughs> of somebody was talking about you know that whole thing of like people think it's a choice. They were saying, and I don't remember who said this, but they said that like basically what happens is that people that are bisexual. I think it was writing off of the point that like there are probably a lot more people that ident that are bisexual but do not say it or do not acknowledge mm. it. But the thing is like people that are bisexual can choose to focus on, you know, one side of the binary. So they can choose like, oh, I'll date women as a guy or I'll date um, men as a girl or as a woman. Um, And they were saying that like, because they can choose, they assume that everybody else can choose and they're telling you, you're choosing differently. You need to choose this other thing that I also chose. So. That is so yikes. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) When you start getting into, like, psychology of things, then you apply that to, like, people being, like, homophobic, people being, like, oh, you need to, like, change your lifestyle. It's, like, yikes. It's very yikes. That is so yikes. It's, like, that whole thing is, like, (laughs) every home... Well, not every home, but I always thought it was weird. It's, like, oh, it's the choice kind of perspective. And you're, like, yeah, no way. And it's, like, I know... I know stories of, like, you know, people who've experimented, uh... Mm -hmm who are now, who experimented on the opposite end, who are now, like, happily married, quote-unquote, with mm-hmm. a wife and three kids. Um, Which but, I, you know. But, but I do want to say, though, like, it is cool to, like, experiment. It's just, like, I'm pretty sure part of those people that are, like, experimenting and then do, like, a 180, like, I'm sure some of it is genuine, like, a yeah, genuine Yeah, I'm not saying, like, like, I'm not trying to do bi-erasure or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's not um, it's not like they're actually proud of the fact that they experiment. Yeah. It's that's that, the thing. It's like, that I baseline wish it could shame. Be, yeah, like I wish it could be like out in the open or like like uh, and not, I know like they're, they're a, in there's relation. a right choice, there's a wrong yeah. choice, you know. Yeah, that's what they feel. And I do know that these people that if they're significant other found out that they experimented when they were like ten years ago, right, you know that yeah. they would get divorced. Like, oh, that's seen sucks. that happen. I've seen like relationships like, oh, you've been with somebody of the same sex 
No, I've had arguments with people that they wouldn't even date bisexuals just because oh, of that. Oh, yeah. That's I remember being like, a lot, being around that a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, um, I really did not get it. But that's well, another... Another, another, another topic. Yeah, because I was about to go in. I was like, girl, I know somebody who is exact. But I digress. We digress. Yes. Let's go back. Yeah, the, yeah that's the whole point. Like, we have so many topics we want to talk about. But yeah. I think we still have one point, which is true yeah. when it comes to pivoting back. We got mm -hmm. sidetracked with the whole like, yeah, we, like accepting kinda... of bisexuality and mm -hmm, like how mm -hmm. people say it's a choice and like, mm -hmm. but that also correlates back into like coming out and acknowledgement yeah. of who you are. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's the lack of acknowledging, like not making a decision is a decision. Saying like, well, fuck it, True. it's gonna be down there. I'm not yeah. gonna acknowledge it. That's a choice too. Mm -hmm. Not a healthy one, you know, but it's still a choice. But it is what it is. Yeah, it, it is, is what, what it is. is. Um. So the okay. last point you put is like, have you come to terms with it? How has that been like? Yeah. 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 Crickets. Because <laughs> I, I think we're, I, I am very proud of my sexuality. I, like I said, I was literally the only openly gay mm -hmm. Hispanic in an mm -hmm. engineering campus. And I was mm -hmm. loud and obnoxious and I introduced myself as gay and everybody respected me because I just led with my gay foot forward. So yes, that does What's your put... gay foot forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and yes, it does like, and that is like a great filter. The people who have like an issue, yeah. and you could tell when they have an issue, like they don't want to talk and they just want to mm -hmm. go sit somewhere else. Mm -hmm. uh, they're just like, well, okay, well, I don't have time for you then. Um, yeah. but it definitely is like the, um, the people that do and they're like, they're cool people, even if, mm -hmm. you know, they're allies or more, mm -hmm. or more, <laughs> or more. Um, what about you? I think I'm still, okay. I want to say I'm not ashamed. Mm -hmm. I am proud. I'm very much like, you know, it is what it is. And not in like a, oh, this sucks. And like, I just have to deal with my reality. Like it is what it is as in like, I own it. It's mine. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I own my sexuality. Um, I think a lot of the times, like what I have a hard part coming to terms with or like the repercussions or like the potential bad things that could come from like me coming out, me not uh, adhering to, let's say like the binary, something like that. Um, it's things like that, that I think I struggle coming to terms with where if I have to tell my parents, for example, and they like disown me, even if I'm not financially dependent, like that's something that I'm like, what would I even do if that happened? Or yeah, like things, things, I guess like negative things that could come from being, from being queer, but everything else, like. I like it because yeah. it feels it feels so good to be aligned with yourself mm -hmm. and aligned with the things that actually interest you, the things that you like and like the people that accept that, you know, um, it's definitely gotten, I would say better because like now, I think there was a time like a couple of years ago where I would be like, oh, I just met this person. I don't know if I should tell them that I'm not straight or blah, blah, blah. Now, everybody that I meet so far, like I've told them some way, shape or form. 
Um, or I've just said like a passing comment where I'm like, women are so amazing. Like, don't come for women because I will get angry or something like that. Like, it's it's just being comfortable with like generally being open about it and like being like, okay, now this person knows and like whatever happens, whether they're accepting or not, is fine because I'm not gonna change myself as a result of that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's just easier with strangers than like family, for example. Yeah. But um, at this point, like all my friends know, I know everything. And we talk about this a lot, but like all of the media that I consume, like I don't want to consume straight media ever (laughs) 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 because it doesn't, it's not, it's not my thing. It doesn't interest me. And I think before I used to feel guilty about that. And now I'm like, I shouldn't feel guilty about that because everybody else gets to do it. Like white people get to be like, I don't watch shows about like, black people or whatever and like everybody's like okay cool like sure that's not racist that's fine um and like straight people get to be like oh i don't like gay people are fine but i can't like i don't want to watch like shows about gay people and it's like as a queer person if i only want to engage with like queer media or queer things that's my right to do you know so i think so i think yes um have i come to terms with it yes um mostly some fractions of it some parts of it i'm still working through um and yeah and that's okay yeah mm-hmm. i was like i'm good i mean i knowing you like you're knowing you before your mm-hmm. official came out and again i still feel bad that like the little bi erasure comment because you came out as bi first and then you i did and allowed yourself to like experiment and yes. figure things out and then think you're because the funny thing is it's like you've been with more gay men than I have <laughs> I'm sorry it's true <laughs> it's true the way I'm like I thought that this was a third episode thing not that like- one? Oh yeah <laughs> I'm sorry uh, it's fine uh, but it is but, true yeah because it's like I being a lot older has a lot less experience in that field. Mm-hmm. Doesn't change make yeah. me any less gay. But you did go through that whole like experimental phase and figuring yourself mm-hmm. out and understanding mm-hmm. like this is not for me. And mm-hmm. then you're going in this direction. Mm-hmm. Um and you seem happier. Yes. You do. I I like, am I knew happier. you when you were dating the said men that I was talking about and how like not happy you were. Yeah. Cause I don't think either of us, I don't think we were happy like either of us. Um, and I think, I mean, this is probably going to come out in more detail, like in a later episode, yeah, but I'm I sorry just, that I brought um, this up. I just feel like, the, no, it's fine. cause it's like the, the difference is like, how do you feel now? And as somebody who observes has observed yeah. you over the years, I could say like, and that's the thing, you introduced yourself as lesbian, but you were dating mm-hmm. men not that long ago. Yeah. Exclusively men. Yeah. Um, so exclusively I feel like men. this is like you were dating this dude and like I feel like I had to like talk about it. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did I did forget to like make that make sense because I Yeah, because I'm, like, I'm aware yeah, of women. Like, what we said. Yeah, yeah. Um, um I think I think that's fair. Um And I opened up with a joke with the whole like the game because it's like honestly I've only had one partner. And yeah. I'm old. And you've, yeah. and that's why I say you've been more with gay men, because, you know, <laughs> the joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, and, you know, it'll, 
we can talk about it more than like how that makes sense um and probably like a later episode but i think you know i think what i found out is just like it's not that i can't date men but the amount of passion that somebody should probably feel in a relationship i did not feel that at like at any point in time with a guy it felt very like decision based like it was like okay did now i am like deciding you were um no but i not forcing it but i it felt a little bit like encouraging it especially through like i think also because the guys were kind of leading the relationship i would just be like okay we can keep going we can keep advancing it and stuff like that um mm. you know it was kind of like that vibe so it was just very i just wasn't in it uh the way that i probably was supposed to be a lot of times like my breakups like the way that people talk about breakups being like devastating the way i talk about like my most recent breakup yeah being devastating like i never had a devastating breakup with a like, guy you ever. were in love with them and you were only there for like a couple months <laughs> right i was there for like a couple weeks but it was like this is the love of my life no yeah um and i think that shows me the difference so it's it's even now thinking about it i think it is like very like you know i'm probably sexually atta sexually attracted to men but not romantically mm. not romantically interested it's probably that Maybe. um i don't really know and i'm i don't have the inkling to really figure it out per mm. se because i don't care that much but <laughs> i really don't <laughs> i really don't care to know but um yeah it's it's one of those things that like the amount of passion um that should have been there wasn't and it was i just cared a lot about them as people but not in a feelings way yeah, not yeah. in like an i love you way like i care about people like a lot so i think i confuse that for feelings yeah uh but yeah you know okay just i was gonna because in this podcast, in this particular episode, we're talking about like coming out and when you yes. knew and when you knew you knew. I think you oh, had like yeah. a third. I had multiple coming you out. You had a lot, like, and I, I, I'm like, yeah. the thing is, is like, I was kind of leading you into like when you oh, knew, you yeah, knew, yeah. you knew, you knew. Okay, were... when I knew, I knew, I knew. Okay, with my new identity, because like before, when I was, when I talked about like the previous experiences, it was like, I was like, okay, I'm bi. Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe nothing pain, wrong with like I'm that. Bi. It was just like, yeah, which is fine, which yes. is fine um and that's what i identified with at the time then moving forward um i think when i f like i was like okay i'm bi that was like in high school so when i went to college i started dating guys this was like for a good maybe three years until i met you yeah um then again we met and i was dating somebody yeah so that lasted for like another year and a half until i broke up with that guy then we had what happened then this was like 2019 we got really pandemic. close that like yeah 2019 happened the, in it was 2020 wait was it 2020 yeah. or 2019 no 2020 yeah um that's when the pandemic happened you had family stuff going on yeah um i was 
depressed as per. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we were talking that summer and I was like, you know what? I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to go on Tinder and blah, blah, blah. And I remember talking to you and I would be like, oh, I'm just so like, they're not, the guys are just not interesting. They're not giving me the communication I want. Like, I just feel so dissatisfied. Like, and I have to play by all these rules and blah, blah, blah. Yes. Um, and then I remember you were like, okay, well, what are you looking for? Like, what do you want? And I was like, oh, you know, um, somebody who's like really emotionally like in touch and like um, nurturing and like giving, and, like careful and like cares and like um, generally just, uh, I don't wanna, I don't wanna assign these qualities to like the binary, but generally speaking, those attributes are found in women or people like, that are raised as women. Cause this is like, like really funny to me looking back yeah. on it because it was like because you were like okay you were talking about these things but then you would also go into like physical features and there was oh, like yeah. soft faces yeah and slender I, oh yeah i liked you know long hair <laughs> like, um, and i like, would say like none of these traits are not common in men and none but but it's like there's like you're like literally describing a duck and it was like you're into ducks. <laughs> yeah. I the kind of man that I was like describing was like the unicorn, the unicorn yes. of like femme boys, basically. Like I was like, oh, I just want this guy to really embody like feminine energy, but like in a guy. Yeah. And like and part of me like And which listening. is fine, which I know that like people yes. want that, and that's that's fine. But that's I not just, the <laughs> like, that's like, not- I'm not- <laughs> Because it's like there was a lot more that I was like, oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah, you're, like, on, you're being on. like this pad. Like I just, it's not safe, but like it was not just that. Like the way that you would describe men in general, oh, and yeah. you dating men, it was always like out of repulse and like disconnect. It you were was so like uninterested. Anytime, anytime I would talk about a guy, like it was just very like I'm not interested. Like <laughs> I'm just so disengaged. Like I wish they were they would do this thing differently to like, so that I could be more engaged. Um, and then I would talk about women and I would be like, I worship the ground that all women walk on. <laughs> like, I love women. Every single one of them. Gorgeous as fuck. We like, love that, to see this it. Is like, the yes, of, like, queen. This podcast, because you were trying to go that whole like PC yeah. save. Like I was thinking of feminine. It's like, that was not what was going on. You were literally, I, like, yeah. literally we would talk about guys and you're like, eh, whatever. And then the conversation yeah. of women, like what kind of girls you're interested to you? And you were like, let me get the list. Yeah. <laughs> I would I'm be like, like, all of these. All of and these the thing is, they- like, I'm not saying that you're not bi in that, but it was very yeah. obvious to me that you had a preference. I, like, had, a, I had a big preference that I wasn't paying attention The scales to. were tilting in one direction. And uh, and I was just like, and here me listening, openly gay, really. I'm not saying you weren't bi. I was just saying, like, mm-hmm. you're on Tinder for guys. You're dating guys. Yeah. You're interacting with guys. And I'm like, and like not satisfied. That yeah. You have another option. And then we started, and yeah. then I showed you a video on Compact. Yeah. And that, like, yeah. fucked oh you God. up. That fucking, oh my God. So I'm talking about this with Andrew. I'm telling him, I'm like, this is the kind of guy that I want, you know, and I get that that's the unicorn. And then Andrew's like, oh my God. And then he just sends me this video for like Comphead. And then he's like, girl, you need to watch this. And I was like, I was like, okay, I really don't think that I need to like, I was very like, eh, all right. Like, you know, all for like self, more self-awareness. But I could not have, like, predicted how much, like, this flips my fucking life <laughs> upside down. Um, because it, like, and honestly, if you're anywhere on the spectrum, but, like, especially if you're, like, 
a, a woman that's like not a lesbian for sure like go watch the video of like comp head from um contrapoints on like youtube yeah she called because it it's, the her... video is called shame and it's about contrapoints own coming out video okay yes but literally all of her experiences talking about like what she liked about interacting with men and like what really engaged her and like all those things which is just like the attention that men give you and like that being desired type of feeling but then she made a difference between like being desired by men and actually being interested in like those men and like actually having feelings for those men and stuff like that and i was sitting there and i was like god damn this is my <laughs> whole life in a video <laughs> And I feel very seen. You know, to this day, I was not able to finish that video because I was like, I'm being read so much. Yeah. But I, I think I went like three quarters in and I was like, I can't even finish this. I it, this I'm being read on right as I'm watching this video. <laughs> like, gosh. Cause it's like I was like, you talked about you're coming out in like high school and you're understanding, but it's like you had like a third coming out last yeah. year, realizing that you did have a preference to women. It's like, yeah. how come we haven't talked about that yet? <laughs> yeah. And you know, that's another thing that I feel people don't and when I say people, like I just mean the media, the straights, etc. People don't really recognize that like coming out happens in stages. Coming out happens. Yes, it does. And it's an escalator. It's not like a, a one shot, like you're from this level to like you elevate yourself to like coming out level and then that's it. You just stay there forever. Um, I've had multiple coming outs at this point. Um, even now, I think I'm going through a little bit, a, maybe a little bit of a gender thing whenever I decide mm. to engage with it. We have whenever a podcast engage... episode about that because I also have like some gender <laughs> Some gender things. Some, something. Um, <laughs> yeah, some things. Um, so I think, I, you know, coming out just, at least for me, like it's happened in like cycles. Yeah. You know, every couple of years, I'm like, it's not like it was last year. I don't really feel this, this way anymore. Like, um, and you know i'm a different letter in yeah. the alphabet community or whatever um so yeah so basically um i watched that video realized that i was a victim of compet and then i was like god damn i need to fix my life yeah and then... um compet i'm just like compet is compulsory heterosexuality oh but yes that, that yes. I, in case you don't know it's that apparently is that i even i have it sometimes it's like i should really like or like that guy's not into me he's a guy he's into girls but it's that voice mm -hmm. in the back of your head. It's like heterosexuality is the normal, and it kind of like reinforces yeah. it in your head. And it's a compulsive. It's a compulsive thing that you have to act on. Like yeah. it's like a you have to adhere to it because it's like a societal expectation, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was a victim. Sometimes, well, sometimes, sometimes it's there. Like it's I see it in the oh, corner. Oh, it's still and like, like Hi. actually still a voice. It in your lingers. Head? Oh, really? It, it lingers. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, we can we can talk about it on another episode. I like what you're saying like on another episode, but it is true. Yeah, like this is already true. getting long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because um, um, multiple different like um, just tangents. But yeah, uh, basically coming out happens in cycles. I've had multiple cycles, probably going through a cycle. Yeah right now because um, i'm because <laughs> i'm going through this whole thing with like clothing and like expression yeah. and gender and um but yeah so it's it's all about you have to be able to like or 
at least willing to engage with it. Yeah. You know, I, I forget where I heard it, but like sexuality is like a, not even a spectrum. It's a continuum. I think like it's ever yeah. evolving, ever it growing. Evolves. It evolves. Yeah. Like you'll sure. be realizing like, oh, you're actually into di whatever. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, And like a lot of people want to keep it stagnant and like yeah. perpetual. And stable mm -hmm. and the and same. And that's the whole problem with the whole like, what I had with the, like the whole not choosing to come out or like mm -hmm. the whole like the guy that's married to wife and kids but had like a thing in the back it's like an aspect of their life that they didn't want to engage in mm -hmm. and the yeah. whole point of like coming out and all that kind of stuff is literally engaging it and incorporating it into your life and saying like this is mm -hmm. a part of me yeah this is an aspect of me and people have to deal with it a lot of i think a lot of the time like when you get to the point of accepting who you are like it's because at some point you made a decision to engage with it yeah um to engage in uh the good you know possibilities and also the bad and uh also the neutral possibilities you know um and just engaging in the fact that like what if this is my reality and like if this is my reality what does how how do i move from that point you know so yeah yeah Okay. Queerness. Coming <laughs> yeah. Out. Coming out. When did you know? And when did you really know? There you go. You guys got it. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Queer Perspective. We would love some feedback. So please leave reviews wherever you're listening to this podcast or on Instagram at Queer Perspective Pod. Thank you.